This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the Doctrine of Truth. We want you to enjoy, sit back, relax, and be enlightened by the true word of God. With your host, Bishop Algie B. Poole, Jr. Well, praise the Lord. God bless you. Welcome again to Doctrine of Truth. We're happy to have you and you. Amen. Call a friend and tell a friend. 94.1 is on the air. We're here again, Bishop Poole and Terry Poole. We're discussing uh, spiritual warfare and deception that is always and always have, according to 1 John, the fourth chapter. Amen. Uh, the Apostle Paul was writing, said, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits and see whether or not of God. We have a man example today, a man, we might say he dropped dead on the job. He dropped dead on the job because he believed the wrong spirit. Deception is here and now already in this world. And sometimes we look at emotions and Comments will forget, overlook the person that bringing the lies and deception. And we're going to be coming from First King the Thirteen chapter. For those of you that have your Bibles from the American Standard Bible, we always try to reiterate different Bibles. <laughs> we know there's a credible translation because there are many voices out there today. There's so many different messages today. And in Christians, we uh, we should invest in the Word of God, to invest in the Word of God. I have a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for another day's journey. Lord, we thank you for our laying down last night. Now, we're rising this morning, the movement of our limbs and the peace in our mind. You say, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. And we thank you so much. Oh, God, for what you're doing, we ask you to touch the minds and look upon the souls of the listeners today. Oh, God, give them the day they daily read that it might help and free them from this evil, deceptive world. In Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. First King, the 13th chapter, uh, we're going to read a portion that you can get the background history of this man we're just talking today, amen, concerning what is really the, the spirit of Antichrist and this, the spirit of deception, how it comes and how it can cause you to lose your life, amen, not only in this world but in the world to come. We're going to have uh, Sister Terry to go right ahead and read from the American Standard, beginning at the 13th verse, 13th chapter of 1 King. First verse. First verse, yes. Okay. Now behold, there came a man of God from Judah to Bethel by the word of the Lord, while Jeroboam was standing by the altar to burn incense. He cried against the altar by the word of the Lord and said, O altar, altar, thus says the Lord, 
Behold, a son shall be born to the house of David, Josiah by name. And on you he shall sacrifice the priest of the high places who burn incense on you, and human bones shall be burned on you. Then he gave a sign the same day, saying, This is the sign which the Lord has spoken. Behold, the altar shall be split apart, and the ashes which are on it shall be poured out. Now when the king heard the saying of the man of God, which he cried against the altar in Bethel, Jeroboam stretched out his hand from the altar, saying, Seize him. But his hand, which he stretched out against him, dried up, so that he could not draw it back to himself. The altar also was split apart, and the ashes were poured out from the altar, according to the sign which the man of God had given by the word of the Lord. The king said to the man of God, Please entreat the Lord your God and pray for me that my hand may be restored to me. So the man of God entreated the Lord, and the king's hand was restored to him, and it became as it was before. Then the king said to the man of God, Come home with me and refresh yourself, and I will give you a reward. But the man of God said to the king, If you were to give me half your house, I would not go with you, nor would I eat bread or drink water in this place. For so it was commanded me by the word of the Lord, saying, You shall eat no bread, nor drink water, nor return by the way which you came. So he went another way and did not return by the way which he came to Bethel. All right, let's stop there for a moment. And notice the confidence and notice the evidence <clears throat> and the action of God. And this uh, man of God, he reassured the king and also uh, by the way that God had dried up his hands, how he was in con constant communication with God Almighty. It was no time that the Spirit of God left him. It was no time that God did not fulfill his word that he gave to the prophet with just a mouth a mouthpiece speaking uh, his word. And there was no time <laughs> that the prophet said that God didn't, he thought this, he thought that, but he was sure, he was confident. And God was showing, uh, God was reacting in a moment's time to back up the word that the prophet was saying in his name. God's name is powerful. People recognize the God's name because he moves. Amen. When people recognize God's name, he He always back up what he says. God's word will not return void. Amen. Not a tot, not a tip of his word. It will go forth. It will return to him. 
So we see now the 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 young the man of God, a man. He had fulfilled his mission, and he explained why he couldn't eat. He explained why he couldn't drink in in this place, and how God had charged him, command him even to go another way. So he went another way, and now and not to return the same way he came back in. All right, we're going to continue to read on, okay? Verse 11. Now an old prophet was living in Bethel, and his sons came and told him all the deeds which the man of God had done that day in Bethel. The words which he had spoken to the king, these also they related to their father. Their father said to them, which way did he go? Now his sons had seen the way which the man of God who came from Judah had gone. Then he said to his sons, saddle the donkey for me. So they saddled the donkey for him and he rode away on it. So he went after the man of God and found him sitting under an oak. And he said to him, are you the man of God who came from Judah? And he said, I am. Then he said to him, come home with me and eat bread. He said, I cannot return with you, nor go with you, nor will I eat bread or drink water with you in this place. For a command came to me by the word of the Lord. You shall eat no bread, nor drink water there. Do not return by going the way which you came. He said to him, I also am a prophet like you. And an angel spoke to me by the word of the Lord saying, bring him back with you to your house that he may eat bread and drink water. But he lied to him. So he went back with him and ate bread in his house and drank water. Now it came about as they were eat, sitting down at the table that the word of the Lord came to the prophet who had brought him back. And he cried to the man of God who came from Judah saying, Thus says the Lord, because you have disobeyed the command of the Lord and have not observed the commandment which the Lord your God commanded you, but have returned and eaten bread and drunk water to, in the place of which he said to you, Eat no bread and drink no water. Your body shall not come to the grave of your fathers. It came about after he had eaten bread and after he had drunk that he saddled the donkey for him, for the prophet whom he had brought back. Now when he had gone, a lion met him on the way and killed him. And his body was thrown on the road with the donkey standing beside it, the lion also was standing beside the body. And behold, men passed by and saw the body thrown on the road and the lion standing beside the body. So they came and told it in the city where the old prophet lived. Now when the prophet who brought him back from the way heard it, he said, it is the man of God who disobeyed the command of the Lord. Therefore, the Lord has given him to the lion, which has torn him and killed him, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke to him. 
Then he spoke to his son, saying, Saddle the donkey for me. And they saddled it. He went and found his body thrown on the road with the donkey and the lion standing beside the body. The lion had not eaten the body nor torn the donkey. So the prophet took up the body of the man of God and laid it on the donkey and brought it back. And he came to the city of the old prophet to mourn and to bury him. He laid his body in his own grave and they mourned over him saying, Alas, my brother, after he had buried him, he spoke to his sons, saying, When I die, bury me in the grave in which the man of God is buried. Lay my bones beside his bones. For the thing shall surely come to pass, which he cried by the word of the Lord against the altar in Bethel and against all the houses of the high places which are in the cities of Samaria. Right. Disobedience got the old young prophet, didn't say it was young or old. Amen. All the confirmation, all uh, the reassurance God showed him as he worked for, worked for the God. We are servants of the Lord. Those of us out there, all of us that are witnessing and talking to God, we have an enemy that do not want the word of God to go forth. He'll try everything he can. But one of the major things they always use, using God's name, using God's name. Here's some points here. Amen. You can notice, number one, uh, in about the 14th verse of the same chapter, amen, the, young, the, the man of God was sitting down under the oak tree. Amen. Sitting down. He was, as long as you're moving and talking to the God and witnessing and studying and praying and presenting yourself as a living sacrifice. Keep your mind active. Uh, Paul was saying in, in Romans, Romans 12, he said, Beloved, I pray that you, I beseech you, brother, by the mercy of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing Renewing of your mind, that means being active. You know, it takes three or four or five times the mind need to look at something to hear, hear the conscience, the subconscious, that uh, like driving a car. Amen. Any new thing, we have to renew. We have to renew constantly by practice, 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 practice. And when the more you practice, the more you present yourself physically. Amen. You begin to renew, take on new habits, new ways. And here's the, the man of God. He sat down, and that was one mistake. The Lord didn't tell him not to sit down, but he told him not to, to go that same way. Amen. But when he was confronted, amen, by uh, the old prophet, the old prophet he came to him and told him he was a prophet also. And I think he just let his guard down and thought he wanted to be, he would be befriended him and encourage him and give him a word that you, you spoke a good word today. I heard about the things that God still lives. He's still working. And I'm glad to know that. Continue. But he didn't do that. He didn't do that. But he, he said, well, why don't you come on, come come to my house because 
an angel spoke to me. Amen. He didn't say the word of God came to him. He said, but an angel spoke to me. And he know, many of us know that angels, you study the Bible, you know the, the workings of angels and their, their job and their duties. Amen. But today in time, deception is a crafted lie. It, 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 it's designed to, amen, to pull you off the road, pull you off the, the direction of heaven and loving your brother as yourself and helping the community, being godly, being righteous. It, and here, uh, the old prophet was saying, if he was here today, he said, I, I do everything I need to do and I'm still a prophet of God. Come on. Don't worry about it. You know, you can, you still can eat and drink and party. Amen. Cause I'm doing it. I've been out here a long time. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. What's happening? Amen. The old prophet deceived him. Deception. He told him a lie. In the book of Revelation, you find in Revelation 20, 20, 21 and 8, you say all liars, lie is a sin. It's, it can kill people. Uh, many people are being killed spiritually. And they've been... Uh, Pull out of the fellowship of God. They know God. It's not that they uh, haven't become saving Christ. There's no place in this world you are safe. Uh, your salvation is secure. And your walk with God is secure because the enemy is always looking. Uh, if it was so, Adam and Eve would not have been worried about uh, be concerned about, and we all would not have been in sin, but Adam and Eve, amen, they was deceived in the Garden of Eden. They God, they talk with God, walk with God, amen, Very, uh, have communion. There was no other harassment about the what type of faith you're in, uh, nothing of that sort. But here come the enemy, the only two human beings in the world, amen, came to deceive them, let them use their own energy, your own time, your own hands, amen, your own money, <clears throat> your own education, and took part of the truth, part of the truth, and he twisted it, and you the part of a heaven to have the man of God to uh, disobey God. So we disobedience today. How 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 difficult you think for the young babes in Christ to hold on to Jesus? It's difficult because <clears throat> excuse me. It's difficult because there has been so much false witnessing amongst the people for years and years. You continue to say it, Bishop. It started in the garden. And Satan has been after God's people ever since he was kicked out of heaven. When you study, continue to read, let the word 
marinate inside you, meditate on it, and believe it. You have to believe it. You say young people, the issue is they have witnessed so many of us older ones doing things that are halfway. One foot in the world and one foot out the world and one foot in the church. And that's where people get, oh, you're such a hypocrite. Well, you can start out being a hypocrite, but if you let the word transform you by renewing your mind with the word, delete that old stuff. Yeah, I saw this happen at the church and I saw this person that I saw at church on Sunday over here on Monday. Be more concerned about your life in Christ. It says abide in me and I abide in you. That's Jesus. It says that for a reason. How can you abide in someone that you don't know? You have to diligently seek to have your own close encounter with Jesus and get him for yourself. Anybody that's still living off of grandmama's prayers and mama's prayers and don't have their own prayer life and their own relationship will continue to be distracted and deceived by the enemy. Yes, and First uh, Peter 5th chapter say, Cast all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. This is King James. First Peter 5th chapter, this is 8th verse said, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, is as a roaring lion, walking about, seeking whom he made a vow. Now the lion could not get to Amen. The man of God until he was a disobeying God. God knew that there'd probably be lions on that direction if you go back the same way. But he said, no, I want you to go another way. I don't want you to eat or drink or anything, water, eat bread, but I want you to go another way. Obedience is our shelter, is our protection, because God knows all things. He sees everything. He's everywhere. He's all-powerful. He's all-knowing. So when we give our life to him, the more we have to depend and lean on him, prayer, casting your cares on him, talking to him, and being among good fellowship. You, you cannot just sit among your, you cannot sit to yourself. I know the time now during all of this pandemic, things that are happening and you don't feel comfortable going out, but this is a great time that you can have a good fellowship with God Almighty, research the Word, pray, <laughs> and read. Wake up in the morning and have prayer. <clears throat> Wake up in the morning and start your day refreshed in the Word of God, feeding the inner man inside of you, getting your mind off your your worries, cast your cares upon Him, <clears throat> and start off with a day of a refreshed mind 
and let God help you constantly renewing, constantly renewing. Practice, 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 practice. Amen. They'll get that old coconut moving. Write notes to yourself here in the car. Put on Christian uh, radio. Put a little signs and help renew. Help renew the inner man because you have a lot of material, a lot of things that have been falsely taught to you and you got to prove. You have to prove what is good and faithful. Amen. The will of God. People want to know, what's the will of God? The will of God is you keep his commandments. You obey his word. Live the word. <laughs> it's a constant walk day by day. Just take it day by day. Day by day, sweet Jesus, sweet day by day. So we're going to pray for those that today that have been struggling with false teaching, uh, something that you know it doesn't feel right. You know, spiritually, inner man, the conscience has been bothering you about the inner, uh, something inner that you might be going through. Uh, people might be tempting you to do this and do that. Uh, be among the in crowd. Amen. Be among the, the uh, association. But it just doesn't feel right. Amen. And that's what you call the spirit of deception. It's halfway, but you don't see why they didn't go all the way. With it, they want you to figure it out, and you can't figure it out. You can't. You, you, you can't put one plus five and ten and come to two because it's not there. It's not there. You know it's not there, but because <clears throat> there there are some that's been in Christ have lost fellowship with Christ, and they see that you you living well, and God is blessing you. God is encouraging you. You got a better attitude. You have a better uh, approach to life. And now they want to come along and say, well, you know, come with me. Uh, some older Christians, some older young people, amen. There are some older Christians out there have lost fellowship with God. If you're young in Christ, there are some older brothers and sisters have lost fellowship. They have lost fellowship. Maybe because they have lost they they uh, fought in God for what had happened through their job, uh, their marriage, their family, and and they did they did they, they don't like the church anymore. They don't like the church anymore. Amen. They don't lost fellowship. They don't lost fellowship, and they and you need they want to bring you along. They want they want to dump all this negativity on you about the fellowship. Oh, all churches, all the churches want my money. All the churches want this and. They, Oh, I don't have time. No, 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 no. My brother, my sister, amen. If you know for your fact why you come to Christ and God, you sought something better. You sought a better relationship in your spirit, in your mind. And Jesus was the answer. Jesus is the answer. And you know in your spirit, in your soul, amen. God has freed you. You at peace with yourself. Real peace, not peace you have to make it up through your intellect and you're thinking, no, in your soul, in your spirit, the spirit man, it said you had peace with God. Amen. Hold on to that. Hold on to that. Amen. Amen. Keep that in your heart and mind. Don't let nobody talk you out of it because how long they've been in Christ and what status they have in the church and there are some false churches, my friend. There are some most false churches out there. Amen. The Apostle John said in 1 John, amen, we're going to read this portion, then we're going to 
going to prayer here for you. First uh, John, he said, that which was from the beginning, that which we have heard, you have heard the word, the beginning of your salvation, which we have seen with our eyes. You have seen God work miracles in your life. It had to be a miracle to help you <clears throat> to where bring you at where you're at now. Which we have looked upon and our hands have handled of the word of life. Which you have seen, which you have heard, which you have seen for your eyes and looked upon and handled. Amen. Hold on to it. <laughs> Second verse, First John said, for that for the life was manifested, and we have seen it and bear witness and shown unto you that eternal life, which was with the Father and was manifested unto us. That which we have seen and heard and declare unto you that ye also may have fellowship with us, and our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost, the Trinity, all of them are one. They are one. They, you can't separate the fellowship. And God has brought you into the fellowship. He notice he said at the eighth verse, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we have made him a liar, and his word is not in us. The, the man of God, if he was able, amen, to, to make a statement that he disobeyed God, he was deceived by the old prophet, and confessed it to God, amen, he came back into fellowship, amen. That's why the lion couldn't kill him. Amen. Many times you can get knocked down on the road. God has told you and given you strict instructions, you know, to walk this way and walk that way and be careful. Amen. And the Lord gave me a vision many years ago. Amen. I think I was troubled about some things early part of my walk with him. I was walking on this road, and as I was walking on this road, at the corner of my eye, I saw a big Giant, giant, amen, like a dragon. I couldn't tell what it was up and down, up and down, roaring up and down. And he told me it was like a big old wheel. He said, don't worry about that. He said, don't worry about that. You stay on this road and he can't touch you. You stay with obedience, amen, keeping God's commandments, living a righteous life. And if you happen to stumble sometime through people lying, situations, say, Lord, Lord, forgive me. The same confession you made for salvation is still good. The same confession you made for, Lord, you want me to heal me, is still good. Confession from your heart, mind, and you being truthful. Amen. Because God sees in secret. Amen. He knows the secrets of man. And he will heal you. He will forgive you. Because he wants you in fellowship. He wants you in fellowship. We'll have one more comment, then we're going to go into prayer. For those that feel that they've been deceived by all the people in Christ, uh, some have left fellowship. They have a good show. They have a good front. But they have left fellowship. Now they want to get you to lose fellowship with God. Yes, be encouraged today. Be encouraged. 
If you want to stay in right standing with God, go to him in prayer and say, God, I just want to be right in your sight. In your presence is where I want to be. And then seek him diligently. Do follow the word. Get a word, get a scripture, study it, eat it, chew it, meditate on it. That's why the scripture says, think on these things. If we really think about it, most of what we go through is all in our mind. She think this and he think that and they think this and they said and they gonna. It's all in your mind. So you got to get your heart filled with Jesus. He's the only one that can fill the heart in your, the hole in your heart and help you to carry on and live for the Father. The passion of the Christ is the will of the Father. And when you get Jesus, you get that. And think on these things. Things that are true, things that are good, things that are lovely, things that are of good report. Don't go draw back on a lie. Draw on the truth. Because Jesus said, he is the way, the truth, and the life. And he will keep you in perfect peace. And living on Straight Street. There are some that we know have fallen from fellowship. Not from Christ, but fellowship. Because sin separated Adam and Eve. God was still there. God talked with them and said, no, you can't be in the garden anymore. That's, that's, lost, that's losing fellowship. Amen. But if you can confess all you have to confess, say, Lord, forgive me of my sins. The many say, oh, we're under grace now. I can do anything I used to do. No, that's not. Yes, you can do it, but you lose fellowship with God. That fellowship with God and Christ, it should be more precious than anything in this world because that fellowship will take you in this world and the world hereafter. And that's why you came to Christ in the beginning because you find out in this world, there's a lot of pain and sorrow, but there's no reward. Amen. But God will reward you. He'll keep his promises. He never lies. But there are many, many voices in this world that distract you and talk against you. And you feel that day at this time, amen, that you've been deceived. You've been deceived by religion. You've been deceived by some that say they are. You know the ways how they act, how they look, how they talk. They're not really in close fellowship like you used to be. So we're going to pray now. We're going to pray for you. We're going to pray for you. Amen. Because when God moves, he moves fast. He doesn't, he doesn't sit back and wait, let you analyze. Uh, you're going to call someone. No, the one you're going to call and talk to is Jesus Christ. And then when people do come to you, you're going to feel good in your heart and mind and soul that this is the right person. This is the right answer because you have a fellowship with Christ. And that, that's another good subject 
because deception comes in all many different ways because it, it comes as a person. It comes as a person with a broken fellowship. So you look for that. You discern that, that this fellowship is broken out of this person. How can this person say they're doing what they used to do and they don't keep the commandments, they don't go to fellowship, they don't, they don't want to be among people, they don't want, no, no, no. My brother and my sister examine that closely by the word of God. We're going to pray now. We're going to pray for healing. We're going to pray for deliverance of things that you've been trying to get over. Amen. We're going to pray. Amen. That God bring you back in fellowship. Now we're going to say, Father, now, Father, forgive us of our sins. Oh, God, those that are the airways, whatever they feel, their conscience been worrying about, they have lost fellowship, they have done something wrong. But Lord, take you to take them back. And we're praying. You said out of mouth of two or three witnesses, in my book of Matthew's 18 chapter, 18 and 19 verse, where two or three touching and agreeing in heaven and in earth. We're agreeing that those that fell out of fellowship this morning, this afternoon, this night, oh, oh Lord, through technology means to over the airways, that they, we would forgive them of their sins in the name of Jesus. That they come back in the fellowship and rebuke that spirit of deception, of deception, that lying spirit, that, that worration spirit, that spirit of fear. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, bring them back into to positive, um, positive mind. And we, we come against the, all the fierce dots of the wicked in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we ask you to look upon the single mothers, the grandmothers, the offerings. Oh, God, those that are walking the streets, those who have been brokenhearted. Oh, God, give them hope again through your Holy Spirit and through your righteousness. Through the blood of Jesus, we plead the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the covenant, the new covenant that's in the blood. Not in animals, not in birds, not in trees, not in statues. But through the blood, blood, the blood of Christ, the, 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 the anointed one, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Lord, we thank you now. In Jesus the Christ we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for your time today. We hope it was well spent. Joshua 1.8 says, Read and meditate on the word day and night and be careful to do what is written in it and your way will prosper and be successful. We want you all to be successful in the word of God. If you would like to send your prayer request or questions, they're welcome at thedoctrineoftruth@gmail.com. at gmail.com. And if it has been a blessing to you, and you would like the true word of the gospel to continue to be spread all over the world, we welcome your donations at P.O. Box 2338, Tallahassee, Florida, 32316. God bless you.